Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Often imitated, never duplicated. We will go over how we did the week before. Yes, even this week we will do that. I'm not real happy about that. And give you our picks for every NFL game in 30 minutes or less every week here on the Even Money Podcast. Please tell all your buddies about it. Share it on social media. We appreciate all of the new listeners all of the new patrons, patreon.com slash RT Media, who love being a tuckhead and seeing all of our picks, thanks to our greater Sean Grady in black and white. And Steve, I got to tell you, I am uh, I'm still not over it. He, of course, Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl professional football betting, the Super Contest at the Westgate. And he's at Fezzik Sports on social. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. And we are at Ross Tucker Pod. I'm the former NFL offensive lineman that has a bunch of podcasts now that you should check out. Ross Tucker Podcast, Fantasy Feast, College Draft, where we do make picks with the spread, by the way, on the College Draft Podcast. Steve, I was down 10 units in week number four. I went from being up nine units on the year, where you're feeling pretty good about it, that you're going to have a nice year. To now I'm down a unit, and I'm not handling it well, Steve. I'm not happy. It's kind of like playing in a poker tournament. You can't just, like, have your chip count go up each and every orbit, Ross. Um, It's the end of the year results that matter. I hope you're right, man, but I'm already, you know, looking at my picks for this week. I feel like I'm getting a little gun-shy. I got to just re-engage. I had one of those weeks. I mean – Somebody asked me, by the way, they didn't understand the round-robin teaser that I did the last couple of weeks. All it means is I had five teaser legs I felt really good about. But it's always a question, Steve, of how you pair them because you could pair the two losers together and then you do really well because then the winners are paired together. Or, you know, so what we've done, if we, lately we've been just pairing them all together because I got an email question from someone who didn't understand the round robin teaser thing. 
Yeah, so round robin by twos only. So if you have five teams, I'm going to make them letters, A, B, C, D, E. You're playing A, B, A, C, A, D, A, E, B, C, B, D, B, E, C, D, C, E, and D, E. Those combinations. Two of the teaser legs came through for me. Three of them did not, which means I ended up down nine units on the teasers because of that. Only one of them was a winner. The only one that was a winner was ironically the one that you went in on, Steve. (laughs) Unbelievable. The Chiefs and the Falcons. It was the best bet. You had two units. I had one unit. Uh, We'll just go over it, but a lot of teams really disappointed me. We'll start with the Jags and the Bengals. I leaned to the Jags. They were getting seven. Wish it would have been more than a lean. You had the Bengals in two of your two-unit teasers. Bengals and the Vikings, Bengals and the Saints. And they came through for you. You tease them from minus seven down to minus one. Uh, You were fortunate there, Steve. That was a close one. No doubt at all about it. And, you know, one thing we talk about bankroll management, Ross, where you wanted to, you loved your teasers and you wanted to go big. When you start round robining stuff, you got to just play those for one unit each because it just gets to be too much of a liability on any one game. Well, somebody emailed me that this week. Thank goodness I only did one unit each. Thank goodness. It would have been horrible if I did two units each. You talked me out of it. Thank goodness. Um, Let's get to the Chiefs and the Eagles. The Chiefs were one of my teaser legs. I teased them from minus seven down to minus one. They took care of business. They won 42 to 30. You had them as a teaser as well, Steve, in that best bet. Chiefs-Falcons for us, uh, two-unit teaser. So that was a win for both of us and a best bet win. Now we get to some of the bad ones. Titans and Jets. Had the Titans tease from minus eight down to minus two. They're up 9 nothing. They kept getting in the red zone and Tannehill getting sacked, settling for field goals. They lose outright. 27-24 in overtime. That was a killer, Steve. Yeah, the killer was that both your wide receivers were out for the game. And so, uh, and the Tennessee defense can't put any pressure on the quarterback. So, bad defense, skill position players not playing for offense, not a good marriage for a team you want to bet on. And uh, let me say this we record this Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern time. I don't know if I would have done that if I knew both A.J. Brown and Julio Jones would have been out, out of the game. But that's on me for not being more on top of it and knowing that was a possibility. And look, a lot of times we get you the better of the number. Those of you that watch on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL or listen, a lot of times we get you the better of the number. The negative of that, Steve, is we're not going to have all the injury information sometimes. So... Uh, I would not have done that if I knew both those guys were going to be out, but it, for sure, but it is what it is. Texans, Bills, we both leaned to the Texans getting 16 points. They lost 40 to nothing. I'm glad it was only a lean. Next one, Giant Saints. Another teaser. This one we both had. Another game that went to overtime. All we needed was for either one of these teams, the Saints or the Titans, to win in regulation or win by a field goal in overtime. But no, 
The Giants come back from down 21-10 to win an OT. Uh, that was another teaser leg that crapped out for me. That was the only teaser that you lost. Bengals, Saints, two units there. The Saints, the, it's, I, I swear, Steve, it's Jameis-itis, man. It's Jameis-itis. You get Jameis Winston, and you're going to be an up-and-down team. Yeah, and pursuant to that, I've got the Saints as a dead average team in the NFL in my power ratings right now, which I think is accurate. That optimism from that Green Bay Week 1 win, long gone, Ross. Next up was Browns-Vikings. I leaned Browns. You teased the Vikings up to plus 8.5, which came through for you in that two-unit, two-team teaser with the Bengals. Panthers-Cowboys, we both leaned Panthers. Cowboys beat them by eight. That would have been a loss. Washington and Atlanta. Atlanta did come through as one of my two teaser legs that came through. Tease them up to plus seven and a half. They came through, um, thankfully, for Atlanta. Otherwise, it would have been even worse. Colts, Dolphins. We both leaned Dolphins. They lost by 10. Uh, That was surprising after their performance against the Raiders and the Colts. Looking a little bit better, Steve. Yeah, and I got a comment about the end of the Washington football team win against Atlanta. Washington's going to win, and they probably should win by one. And McKissick is reaching the ball towards the imaginary pylon extending up to the sky. Um, And for whatever reason, Atlanta's trying to tackle him, and Washington's trying to score when obviously Washington should just fall down on the one-yard line and win the game. I don't understand why that's not more obvious to everyone that's playing the game on the coaching staffs. So it was um, curious how Washington, um, their playmakers, risking a a fumble, uh, trying to get into the end zone when it's a negative to get into the end zone in that circumstance. Yeah, I think when they're that far away from the goal line, I don't think they give them a heads up on that yet. I I think they want the focus to be on moving the ball down the field and getting in the scoring position. Uh, let's get to Lions and the Bears. Goodness gracious. I had the Lions teased up to plus eight and a half the first three times they got the ball, Steve. They had goal-to-go situations, and they got zero points. Late in the game, what did you think of Campbell? Fourth and like one and a half late in the game, down 10, going for instead of kicking the field goal in that situation. I liked it because – I'm fine if you want to kick a field goal that's like 45 yards, but the bottom line is that everyone's like, well, now all you need is a touchdown. Bullshit. You don't need a touchdown when you're down seven. You need a touchdown, and then you need to win in overtime. You need two things to happen, both of them unlikely. You get down in the red zone. You got fourth and short. You go for it. And just basic strategy. When you don't know what to do, you don't need to hire me. You don't need to hire a game manager. If it's fourth and one or two, you go for it. That should always be your default. I think the Chargers and Brandon Staley showed everybody that last night. Good coach, rushes the line of scrimmage, no hesitation, goes for it fourth and three. Good coach, that's what you should do. Wrong, Steve. I had the Lions plus eight and a half. Dan Campbell should have kicked the field goal. You are wrong. He should have kicked the field goal in that situation. He's a former teammate of mine. I don't know if he listens to the Even Money podcast. But we needed a field goal in that situation, Steve. Would have made a big, big difference. You had the under. 
42, that came through, 38 total points. That was a unit for you. Cardinals-Rams, you put two units on the over, 54 and a half, a high number, but it got there, 37-20. Thank goodness for Kyler and the boys, Steve. Yeah, thank goodness for the backdoor touchdown at the at the very end. It shows the perils of trying to play an over. We got there, but you really need both offenses to click. Otherwise, you're not going to get there, and I was fortunate to get there at the end. Thank goodness for AutoZone. October is fall car care month, which means AutoZone is here to help you with your car's oft-forgotten upkeep and cleaning. Look, Steve could probably do the numbers, But get your regular oil change. Get your cabin air filters replaced before the winter. You don't want to be that guy whose car breaks down or you have to take it to the shop when it's not a convenient time for you. Think ahead. I always make sure everything's good to go. My windshield wiper fluid, my tires before the weather gets bad here in Pennsylvania, especially since I'm driving to college football games, NFL games every week. Look, tune-ups are not only for your car, they also boost a little confidence in you as well. Be loyal to your car as it helps you get back on the road safely. Getting the tune-up you need couldn't be easier. This fall car care month, show your car you care. And start by shopping your way at AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. I decide, Steve, I like it much better when I, I try to do like the commercial jingle as opposed to saying, get in the zone, auto zone. I prefer to go, get in the zone, auto zone. Do you bring in your car or does your wife? I do, actually. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. My wife has a, my wife's got a full time job that she's, um, yeah, my wife leaves here at 6 45 and gets back at like 6 30. She has no shot. I, I go with it and I usually just, work while i'm there if i'm getting an oil change or whatever um good question though all right seahawks niners i leaned niners you leaned seahawks seahawks came through getting the three points steelers packers we had nothing ravens broncos i put a unit on the broncos man that was a bad decision now their quarterback got hurt at halftime that's my luck typically but they lost by 16 that was a loser bet then we get to Bucks Patriots. You had the Patriots getting seven. Terrific bet, Steve. You had two units on it. Came through for you, even though the Bucks won 19 to 17. I just couldn't do it. And frankly, if Brady didn't play the way he played in the first half and the Bucks offense, I think that they would have covered, but whatever. I also saw you get super mad at your buddy Belichick on Twitter at Fezic Sports. Yeah, what is Belichick doing? And, of course, it's not Belichick. It's the dude he's hired um, at Ernie Adams or whatever the guy's name is to tell him what to do. He, he dunked off the game. Um, end of the game, you're down by less than a field goal. The genius attempts a 56-yard field goal in the rain. Now, the math here is really simplistic. Chance of making the field goal, correct me if I'm wrong in any of this, Ross, little less than half, little less than 50%. Even if you make the field goal, chance that you stop Brady with a minute left and a couple two timeouts, little less than 50% as well. So you add those up, you've got less than a one-fourth chance of winning, choosing to kick the field goal. Alternatively, you go for it fourth and three. You make that about half the time. Jones had completed 19 straight passes. You get that half the time. 
If you make it, you win about three quarters of the time because you're already in field goal range and you can basically run out the clock. Hat one half times three fourths is three eighths. Three eighths, last time I checked, is bigger than one fourth. And one fourth is wildly optimistic in terms of your chance of winning. So by kicking the field goal. So basically Belichick had a game that he should have won 38% of the time that he chose something that he's going to win about 22% of the time. That is egregiously bad. I have no idea what he was thinking. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a bunch of uh, next gen stats and, and analytics that are all about what you said. I haven't seen one yet that says kicking the field goal was the move there. You know, we can quibble on a percentage point here or there, but uh, what you're saying in general makes sense. Finally, I wrapped up my crappy week by putting a unit on the Raiders, getting three and a half. It was 90% Raiders fans there. They were getting three and a half points, and they couldn't cover. They lose 28-14. For the week, I was down 10 units. Steve, you were up seven units. For the year, you are up 20 units, Steve. Incredible. I am down one unit. What a difference a week makes. Betting is hard. You are good. Let's have a bounce back week. And let's start with Thursday night football. The Seahawks are getting two and a half. They're hosting the Rams getting two and a half points, Steve. Yeah, and I'm going to go ahead and tease. And I know there's been some... um... People that are complaining, hey, you're playing teasers. I want to know who you like on the side. I don't play teasers. I don't like anybody on a lot of these games. The number is tough to beat. It's rare that I have best bets. But when I can tease through the three and seven, it is a great advantage play. And this is a betting podcast. And in betting podcasts, we want to make money. And the way we make money is making good bets. So I'm going to tease Seattle with Washington. I'm going to tease Seattle with Minnesota. Both of those are two-unit plays for me on the Seattle football team. You know what? Uh, It's funny. Let's talk about this now, okay? Because here's the teaser legs I wrote down. Minnesota teased down to minus one. Denver teased up to seven and a half. Baltimore teased down to minus one. Seattle teased up to eight and a half. Washington teased up to eight and a half. Those are the teaser legs I wrote down, Steve. Should I do the same thing? Should I do the round robin one unit on each? What 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 are you thinking? Yes, you should do your round robin one units each, and those other ones just barely missed my cut as well. That'll give us two best bets, and that'll give you uh, ten bets for one unit each. Okay, I'm round robining them again. I'm do- if this doesn't work, I'm not doing it anymore. But I'm round-robining them again. Minnesota teased down from minus 7 to minus 1. Denver teased up to plus 7.5. Baltimore teased down to minus 1. Seattle up to 8.5. Washington up to 8.5. Let's get to – I would say, by the way, I'd probably just – if you want to lean, I know people want forced leans on this show. I would lean to the Rams laying the two and a half. Less than a field goal. I think they bounce back after the loss to the Cardinals. I will do a forced lean Rams laying the two and a half if that's what you're looking for. And Seattle certainly no yards for the first 20 minutes of their game against San Francisco. Somehow they find a way to beat Trey Lance on the second half. 
So I don't want to bet Seattle on the side, but I'm, I'm passing the side completely. All right. What about the Jets and the Falcons? Fal- it's in Atlanta. Falcons are laying three. Totals 46. Yeah, you know, I, I like the Jets plus the three and a half. The power ratings only make these teams two and a half points apart. I missed the three and a half. It's down to three. It's a bad spot for the Jets. I don't like betting bad teams, poorly coached teams. Yes, the Jets are poorly coached in terms of game management off of a win. They're probably still celebrating. They're going to go and like have kegs and eggs all week in in England. Who knows what they're going to do to celebrate? I'm going to just lean Jets. I don't like playing the 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 Europe game, the London games and I don't like when the number's three. I don't like when the number's three or ten. I need the hook one way or the other to give me a a lean. Uh, I guess I'll lean the Jets just because they're getting the three. But to have a bet, I would need that. What about the Packers laying three against the Bengals, Steve? Whoa, not going in rotation order. Throwing me off, Ross. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going right down to DraftKings Sportsbook. Interesting. Uh, Aren't aren't they always in rotation order? I always go right down the line at DraftKings Sportsbook, and it had Rams, Seahawks, then Jets, Falcons. Now next it has Packers, Bengals. Sorry. It's fine. Um, You know, I I was looking at Green Bay. I'm going to lean Bengals in this game. And if you look at the underlying stats, like, yeah, Green Bay, 5.2 yards per play, four and against. So there's a team, they don't even have a plus number. The Bengals are like plus 1.1 yards per play in their differential. So from a pure stats year-to-date perspective, the Bengals are the better team. Given that, I got to lean Bengals. You know, I'll probably lean Green Bay, but I don't like the Bengals. They're coming off of Thursday night game, and the Packers just lost Jair Alexander. So now they don't have their best pass rusher in Zedaria Smith or their best cover guy in Jair Alexander Going against the Bengals with Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd, um, I I, I kind of lean Cincinnati. I was thinking Green Bay, but the more I talk about it, the more I lean Cincinnati. What about the Dolphins and the Bucks? Bucks are laying 10, 10 big ones, Steve. Yeah, a lot of points. I'm going to pass laying 10, but I'll say this. Miami Dolphins right now, here's a lean for you in terms of a season win. They're still at eight and a half in some places. I don't see any way that these Dolphins are going to recover from the start to their season. Bad quarterback play. Uh, defense is not as good this year. The Dolphins, every year we see this, a team that wins 10 games and then they turn around and lose 10 games. I think it's the Dolphins this year. So too many injuries for Tampa Bay in the secondary for me to lay double digits, though. Uh, I will lean Dolphins. I think the Bucks after that big win, emotional, Foxborough, coming back home. I think the Dolphins were embarrassed by how they played against the Colts. I kind of like the uh, the Dolphins to cover there. I wish it was 10.5, just a lean for me with the Dolphins. What about the Titans laying four at the Jaguars? Interesting. So – it really comes down to the handicap. What is the locker room like for the Jaguars? You got the situation now with Urban Meyer. Does he want to be there? Does he not want to be there? The owner is giving him a vote of, of um, endorsement, which probably means he's doesn't believe in him for him to have to publicly come out and say that. The power ratings say Titans. 
Uh, let's see if they get healthier this week. I lean Titans. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to lean uh, Titans as well, but there's too much uncertainty with the receiver injuries and with the Jags, the state of the Jags. Uh, the total is 48 and a half there, by the way, Patriots, Texans totals 39 and a half. And the Patriots are laying nine and a half, Steve. Yeah, I saw that in one book has this up for a first half total at 20. I'm going to give that out as a bonus pick under 20. Um, I think this game starts real slow. New England knows the only way they can blow this game is with turnovers. We saw them throw, throw, throw against Tampa Bay. I think they go back to the power running game, and this is a real slow game to start. First half, under 22 units. First half under 22 years. Okay, uh, I would just lean to the Texans probably there, getting nine and a half. I don't see the Patriots really blowing anybody out. Eagles, Panthers, Panthers are laying three and a half. The game is in Carolina. Total is 44 and a half. Going to go over the 44 and a half for two units. If you saw that Eagles-Kansas City game, no punts, um, happy action, fun time. We saw that with Carolina against uh, Dallas as well. We've got two very aggressive coaches. I think we're going to see points. I'm on the over two units. We got a best bet. Um, Carolina's defense was exposed a little bit against the Cowboys. The Eagles defense has been atrocious the last two weeks. I mean, the Eagles have given up almost 44 and a half just themselves the last two weeks. I don't know what underlying stats they're using, but I'm going two units on the over. 44 and a half in this game as well. I'll also put one unit on the Eagles getting the three and a half. Uh, call it a feeling. I don't have a good enough feeling to go two units, but I like that number. I think the Eagles played much better against the Chiefs. Really could have won that game uh, if it weren't for their red zone woes. Let's get to the Lions and the Vikings. I already teased the, the Vikings down from minus seven. To minus one. I have a tough time picturing them losing that game. I think they bounce back from a bad performance against the Browns. Yeah, absolutely. And certainly the Lions, you could make the case, played much better than the score indicated against the Bears. But I can turn right around and say, yeah, but the Lions played much worse when they trailed San Francisco by 30 late in the game. And uh, Marquise Brown dropped three touchdowns for the Ravens against the Lions. So it's gone, it's broken both ways for the Lions. The Vikings are going to win. Tease the Vikings. Broncos and the Steelers. The Steelers are laying a point. The Steelers are favored in this one. Oh, man, we got a, we got a controversy here, Steve. When I looked at this an hour ago, the Broncos were getting a point and a half. And so I was teasing them up to seven and a half. Now they're only getting a point. What counts is when we're doing it. So now I'm not going to tease them up to seven I'm wiping them off my teaser legs. That's no, oh, go ahead. Tell no, me. No, no, you're still teasing. Just when you play the Broncos teasers, you're going to play six and a half point teasers, so you get to seven and a half. Right, but then it's the the vig is different, right? You, then you have to lay an extra ten cents, but it's fine to tease a plus one up to a plus seven and a half. Yes, just one of them. It would be every every one of your teasers that involves the Broncos, you'll have to do that. So that would be four of your 10 teasers. Okay. Well, I'm teasing the Broncos up to plus seven half. It was literally 30 minutes ago when I was reviewing this. That just changed. Um, all right. What about 
You have anything on Broncos Steelers, Steve? You know, my gut says, you know, the Steelers don't have bad years. Remember that year they stunk and they started 0 and 3, and then Duck Hodges and company managed to get to 8 and 8. I don't think the Steelers are going to win more than seven games this year, but I don't think they're going to go 4 and 13. And given that, this is kind of the game that they get outplayed, but they find a way to win when Minka Fitzpatrick intercepts a pass and takes it to the house. And Denver's so injured, I could only lean with Pittsburgh. Saints and Washington. The Saints are laying two and a half. The game's in Washington. We both tease Washington up to plus eight and a half as part of a best bet there. The total there is 44 and a half. The Bears and the Raiders. Bears, Raiders, Raiders laying five and a half, Steve. Going to lean to the Raiders, but, you know, the Raiders are getting all banged up on offense. The running backs hurt. Our nets hurt on defense. And that was a big game against the Chargers, and they only have six days to recover. So it's just a lean. I want to bet against the Bears. Um, but, you know, frankly, actually, I'm, I'm going to just pass because the Raiders have had so many big games the first four weeks of the season. There could be a letdown here. Yeah, I guess I would lean uh, Raiders here, but it's just a lean. The Browns and the Chargers, this is interesting. The Chargers are laying one point. The total's off the board. The only one that that's the case for, Steve, I don't really know why. That is very odd that the total wouldn't be up. There's no issue with Herbert or Mayfield that I know of. And I know that the money has come in on the under because of Cleveland's great performance. It's 48 and a half at most books. Not sure why DraftKings doesn't have that total up yet. Um, you know what? I'm going to lean chargers in this game. I'm going to say, if you want a dark horse, a non-obvious team to win the Super Bowl, the chargers have no home field in terms of crowd. The chargers have a hyper aggressive coach and a really good squad. And those are the sort of teams that can be very dangerous in the playoffs. Wow. Love it. Love it when you put it out there like that, Steve. Um, All right, let's get to – oh, by the way, I will just lean Chargers as well. The Giants are in Dallas to play the Cowboys. Cowboys are laying seven points. The total is 52. Going to lean Giants. You know, I typically don't like a team that gets a big upset win and then goes on the road. It's human nature. You're really worried – Am I going to win a game before Halloween if you're a New York Giant fan? And then you exhale, you get a big win. And I know you're playing like a division rival and you should be sky high, but it's ju- it's just human nature after a win like that. You have a couple extra daddy sodas early in the week to celebrate and it just throws you off a little bit. But it does bring your swagger back. And Daniel Jones actually looks pretty darn good. Um, you know, we're probably going to get a lot of points in this game. I'm going to lean over. Wow, that's a high total. Just to lean over 52. I am going to lean to the Giants getting the seven points, but the Cowboys are playing very well. The Niners are catching five and a half from the Cardinals. I just – the quarterback uncertainty, Steve, is too much for me. I don't think Jimmy G plays. I'll say that much. But I really don't know what to expect from Trey Lance. I guess I'll lean Arizona laying the five and a half, but I just don't know enough about what Shanahan does with what I think will be Trey Lance's first start. Exactly. And, you know, Trey Lance's numbers are all inflated because um, Debo Samuel, you know, I'm not sure if he wasn't lined up 30 yards down the field out of bounds and he just walked on the field and no one noticed. I've never seen dude that wide open in the NFL. So there's 80 yards and you're 
passing yards that Ross, you could have completed that pass. And I'm not saying that's not hyperbole. You could have completed that pass. Um, asterisk by Trey Lance. I don't want him. I pass. Let's get to the Bills and the Chiefs. The Chiefs are laying three. I wish it was three and a half, Steve, but I like the Bills. Uh, I'm taking the Bills and the points. The Chiefs' defense is really bad. The Bills are playing very well. Um, I think this game could go either way, so I'll take the three points. Just one unit. I wish it was three and a half. Then it would be a two-unit bet, but one unit, Buffalo plus the three. What's interesting about this game is if the line had been two and a half, I still think you'd be looking towards the Bills and you'd be saying, Fez, I wish I could get plus three. So it's ridiculous. The Bills are better right now than the Chiefs. Not by a lot. The Bills are better. The Bills had a laugh for last week and didn't have to show anything. The Bills are going to win this game. We're going to take plus three. We're going to go three units on the best team in the NFL catching three points at the end of the year we're going to look back on this game when the bills are in the in the super bowl saying what the hell was the odds makers thinking making kansas city with no defense a three-point favorite wow steve going big a three-unit play on the buffalo bills that becomes a best bet the best bet I think I forgot to have tee up Brian for the best bet for the other best bets. That's my bad, Brian. Overcoming the odds, rewriting the playbook, delivering under pressure. The MVPs of small business, like Brian, our producer, lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. All right, Steve, last but not least, Monday night football. The Colts getting seven from the Baltimore Ravens. The total is 46. I'm going to lean Ravens. I'm going to lean to the teaser. Certainly find a tease of Baltimore down to minus one. And this is, I want to say this about Harbaugh. If you missed it, Harbaugh with three seconds left in the game, he had the ball, game was over, and the Ravens were just under 100 yards rushing, and they've had 42 straight games with 100 yards rushing. Going for the NFL record, now he calls the team over. We're going to run a play. We're not taking a knee. We're going to keep that record intact. Doesn't matter that we're up big. He is a hard ass. If you ever saw the original Bad News Bears, the coach of the Yankees, that's Harbaugh right there. Same dude, same persona, um, but that's good when you're leg seven. Because that's what you want. You want a guy that's going to pound the other team whenever possible. So whenever the Ravens are favored, I typically lean with the Ravens. I'll do so here. Yeah, I tease them down from minus seven to minus one. I love the Ravens in that game. Uh, The people of Baltimore hate the Colts for obvious reasons. And I think Carson Wentz is going to have a rough night with Wink Martindale sending pressure at him. Wentz likes to hold the ball. I think he's going to get smashed. Give me the Ravens uh, in all my teasers down to minus one. That'll do it for this week's Even Money Podcast. Gosh, I got to get back in the black. Steve, you keep it rolling. I'll get back in the black. Tell everybody you know about the best 30-minute betting show around. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. 
Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109 with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.